0: Here we go. God, do people not know I'm at work?
2: The Garner
1: Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ew. Hair on the keyboard. Ew.
0: What's worse, though? Hair on the keyboard or random hair in a public swimming pool? Go. Ooh,
1: probably the swimming pool one. Yeah.
0: Okay, what's worse? Random strands of hair in a public swimming pool or just a wayward (laughs) Band-Aid?
1: Definitely the Band-Aid. Yes. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the... The hair gets close to your mouth. The Band-Aid you can see coming?
0: Not necessarily. Like, sometimes you just feel it brushing (laughs) up against you, and your entire
1: summer is ruined. (laughs) Oh, good Lord, the pool Band-Aid. That thing is gross. It was nice here in the city yesterday. Um, It hit, and it's very much still March.
0: Yeah, it's—well, yesterday was March 24th,
1: 23rd. 23? That doesn't matter. And it hit 19 degrees. Unheard of, which is crazy. It was nice. It was confusing because there's still mounds of snow everywhere and
0: just dirty, gross snow.
1: Yeah, it, and it's that gross time of year too, Garner, You wouldn't know this because you don't have a dog. No, but um, it's the worst time of year to be walking a dog. Oh, because you take them out and everything is melting, so everything is sloppy and muddy and wet, and they get so gross. Just walking down the street, you have to keep. I have to keep a towel by the door.
0: And you have white carpet, white furniture, white drapes. Everything in your home is white.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a very sexy look. <laughs> but you get that dog inside, and he, oh. you have to park him, and there's nothing sadder. He's sitting there. He doesn't like He's holding his arms out. You have to dry all his arms, his stomach, his He'll let you do legs. it, though? He does. Yeah. He but he's not a big toward. fan. No. He'd rather be doing other things. I'd rather be doing other things.
0: But I thought a dog would like that, because don't dogs just crave attention at all times?
1: I don't think they're big fans of having their feet touched all the time. Oh. And yeah, especially when you're just drying them off. And he's not big on baths and stuff. So when he sees the towel, he's like, what's about to happen here?
0: He knows something's coming. Yeah. Yeah. What does he do when you're on the Peloton now that you're a Peloton guy? I am a Peloton guy. He couldn't care less. Really? He does? I thought he'd freak
1: out. No, they're whisper quiet. Hmm. Why are you saying it like that? Whisper? Yeah. It's the proper way to say it. There's an hmm. H in there. You really got to hit the H whisper. Huh. But no, they're super quiet. He couldn't care less.
0: There isn't a little doggy treadmill pel- peloton he could run on beside you while you're riding your bike.
1: I just feel his judgmental eyes looking at me, being like, you're sweating awful lot for five minutes in.
0: Yeah. You've had a Peloton for two and a half weeks. Do you really need the cycling jersey? Are you ready
1: for the cycling shorts and the jersey? Not sure you need those fingerless cycling gloves for an indoor stationary bike.
0: That's the one thing that does happen, though, when guys go, I'm getting a road bike. So they get a road bike and they immediately, like, do all road bikes come with the cycling jersey and the cycling shorts?
1: Tough to pull off a singlet. Oh, yeah. It's a certain level of confidence that I do not have.
0: No, neither would I.
1: I feel like it would not be flattering.
0: And that's why I don't have a road bike. I can't wear those outfits.
1: I'm envious of the people who can wear those, yeah, those biking uniforms. But when they unzip it partway down and the chest hair is just flowing. Oh, And yeah. they're just pedaling along, keeping up with you and your car.
0: I have another question. Where do you keep your wallet and your keys? Because I don't see a lot of pockets. <laughs> Yeah, not most practical thing. No. Where do they keep them?
1: I don't know. Maybe there's a... Do they have a
0: basket on the front? <laughs> you have a $7,000 bike with a $3 basket on the front so you can keep your wallet somewhere.
1: Yeah. What do you do with those things? No idea. We've asked that question before to musicians. <laughs> what do you do with your phone and wallet while you're on stage?
0: <laughs> that, was, that was one of our go-to interview questions. And some of them were like, Why? Why, are you going to steal it? No, but you think about that for a minute. Mick Jagger, Paul McCartney, quite possibly two of the biggest musicians in the world, loaded with money. They probably have a big, fat wallet. Where is that wallet while Mick Jagger is strutting
1: around on stage. Like, no chance they're on his person while he's performing.
0: No, it'd be weird, because he wears tiny pants with tiny pockets. You would see his wallet. Like, is it just on top of a road case backstage with his car keys? It would be... It would With a Save on Foods card attached?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would ruin the vibe of the show if he's standing there doing his rock foot up on the Uh speaker, and all of a sudden his keys fall out of his pocket. Yeah. And he has to stop singing to pick them up.
0: So then... Because that question did upset somebody, I think. I can't remember who you were talking to, but you asked them that question. Where do you keep your wallet and your phone when you're on stage? And then that's when we came up with the greatest question of all time. How much money do you have in your wallet right now? And it's amazing how many people will answer that question.
1: Yeah. And it's usually not an overwhelming amount of money. No, it's very little. I'd like, love to hear, oh, I have about $20,000 on me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I got 20 bucks. I
0: want to hear, you know, someone like James Hetfield from Metallica go, I have $7. The Garner Andrews Show
1: with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: I uh, I live a pretty simple life. I'm a complicated man living a pretty simple life. I think you're a, a, a simple man living a simple life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm simple squared.
0: <laughs> yeah. But... Some people just make their lives so bloody complicated and I can't figure it out.
1: And a lot of time it's for choices they make. Like they're well aware this is going to cause a problem down the line, but I'm going to do it anyway.
0: I knew, well, I have a friend who will do something like, he will do his own brakes on his car like the night before he's leaving on vacation. Like he'll start this job at eight o'clock at night. Who does that?
1: What if it goes sideways?
0: Exactly.
1: Or what if all of a sudden you're driving through, I don't know, dead man's curve on your way to your campsite (laughs) and the brakes aren't working anymore?
0: (laughs) Dead man's curve. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Yeah. That's a good question. Like, he's he knows a thing or two about automobiles, but nothing ever goes according to plan for him. Like, it's never smooth, but yet he'll do a brake job the night before.
1: No, that's too chaotic. Yeah. There's a way to map your life out to make it nice and simple, and it's alarming the number of people who are like,
2: bah,
0: I'm going to play on expert level, <laughs> and I'm going to suck at it.
2: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Yesterday morning on the show, we were talking about uh, just— Mistaken identity. Maybe you share a name with somebody who has a sketchier past than you. Maybe you share a name with somebody infamous. Got this one. Hey, good morning, guys. Shared identity. I was stopped and pulled aside at Toronto Airport because some guy with my name was on a wanted list. They asked about my whole whereabouts. Tattoos, scars, I'm pretty sure this guy wasn't traveling on a British passport. The relief when they let me go was huge. (laughs) Uh, That's like Ben who told the story. He uh, had to go in for questioning with the RCMP because he had the last name as a bad guy. This one's a bit of a different twist, but listen to this. This just sounds complicated. Good morning, Garner. Mistaken identity? We have a best friend family. Everyone has a best friend family who you all vacation together with, etc.? Our best friend family's kids' names are the same as my kids' names. They have three kids. I have three. All their names are matching. It makes hanging out together hilarious. We started calling our kids by their middle names, which we found was just as confusing. Good times, Lisa. Some people live very, very complicated lives. And I had to write back to Lisa and I said, did you do that on purpose with your best friend? And she said, no, they didn't know each other at the time. They met after they had kids. So good. But some people overcomplicate their lives unnecessarily. And the one that always comes to mind is when the parents give the kid the same name as one of the parents. Like there's not enough other good names out there. So you have to have the mini version of you. Doesn't that just get confusing? And then doesn't inevitably somebody just end up using their middle name because it's too confusing? It's the Gunner Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody says, I don't know. I'm not going to read this person's first name. She says, good morning. My cousin's ex-wife has the same name as me. She has the same first, middle, and she has my maiden name. She became a low-grade criminal. Ooh. I have had some very interesting situations, especially when I go for a security check at the RCMP. I work in education, and I volunteer as well, so I need to have security checks done. It's been crazy. That'd be rough, though, when the bad version of you is ruining your life,
1: you know? When bad Bryce Kelly is out there bouncing checks. Bizarro Bryce. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe the number of situations that are like this, of people that share a name with some kind of criminal and they now have a hassle, an extra hurdle in their life. They have to clear anytime they want to do something. Yeah. You get that criminal stink on you. Uh,
0: Not that this one's criminal. This one, again, there are people who just complicate their lives needlessly. My brother and father have the same name. Spent my whole life trying to keep that straight for people. On top of that, my brother is named Dennis. I am Denise. Denise. My parents are nuts. Why would you do that? That is just complication for the sake of complication.
1: It sure is. Yeah. It reminds me of the text we got yesterday from someone who, they just texted in and said they share the same name as their grandfather. Yeah. And that got very confusing when the grandfather passed away.
0: <laughs> Therefore, you died too.
1: <laughs> but he died. Oh, Now you have to prove you're still
0: alive. Ah. Stop doing that, people.
2: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly
0: Podcast. Bryce, sometimes people, they just make their lives so complicated. Tell me why have make things so complicated. Oh, yeah. Like somebody I know who once was like, uh, you know what would be better than one Border Coley puppy? Three. Oh, good
1: Lord. It was nuts at her house. I can only imagine. Absolutely nuts. I have one of those psychos. I couldn't imagine three. Oh, great dogs, but you don't want three puppies at one time. Nope. No, no, you don't. A- any kind of puppy.
0: Uh, we, we got onto this topic just talking about people who, like, this one right here. I know I read this one already, but my mom and dad had two kids and named us after themselves. We are Brad and Christine, the son and daughter of Brad and Christine. Why would you do that? Why? See, Brad and Christine, the mother and father, are lovers. Brad and Christine are sister and brother. Why would they have the
1: same name as the couple that spawned them? That's very, it's needlessly confusing. It's going to cause, like, I just I, don't understand. I can never understand when people name their kid after themselves.
0: It's like there's, there's other names. I don't understand the history.
1: And okay. we've we've heard of a lot of the texts from people like the, the the girl who texted who, she's Denise, her brother is Dennis, the parents are,
0: and but the, Dennis, I don't know. It was there was a lot of Dennis in that household.
1: And there's another brother who shares a name with the dad. And yeah, Whew. it's all too close. Why make it just a bit different? So to make we, life easy, we've been talking about just people who needlessly
0: make their their lives complicated. Because I think we all know somebody like that. This text. Complicated. My husband and I bought a condo in Penticton to share with his brother and his wife. We have never gotten along. You can imagine how things are going with the condo. We are very well aware that we did this to ourselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes you just can't resist making your life complicated. What is it? Why do we do that? You can see on the horizon nothing but trouble, but you're oh, still yeah. like, I'm going to walk that direction. It's going to work this time. It's going to work. Yeah, we'll sort it out. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Whoa!
0: This one came in complicated. My mother-in-law wanted horses. She decided she didn't want just horses. She wanted Clydesdales. She found a pair of them on a buy-and-sell, but they were located in Victoria. Instead of waiting until some became available anywhere near Edmonton, she jumped on those ones bought them without considering how they were going to get to Edmonton. The horses are here now, but it took an extra couple of months trying to find a shipping company that would bring them. She's also never dealt with Clydesdales before, so it's been a bit of an adventure. Yeah, have you ever tried to um, jam a Clydesdale into a mailbox? It's doable, but you have to use a lot of force, and you definitely shouldn't fold them. You've been listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stream them live weekday mornings on Sonic One Two Two Nine through the Radio Player Canada app. Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about the, uh, Bryce had the story about how there's an uptick in the number of people who, when they go for a haircut, it's like they put up their shush finger, the shush, they don't want to talk. Apparently, uh, hair stylist professionals are saying, yeah, there's more and more people that don't want to chitter-chatter. And I would probably be one of those people, too. And we talked about a certain coffee shop, too. And you probably know the one where they force that awkward conversation while you're sitting at the window waiting. And I'm sure the person on the other side of the window is a fine, fine person. But it makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. And, you know, not why not wanting to talk through an entire Uber ride or a haircut or while you're sitting at the drive through window waiting for your Americano, it doesn't mean you're unfriendly. Maybe you're an introvert. There's nothing wrong with that because I think I am too. But you trying to draw us out of our shells is not what we're paying for and it doesn't mean we're unfriendly because friendliness, it can be as simple as, you know, a smile, a please and a thank you doesn't mean I want to tell you what I've been up to so far today, or what I do for a living, or if I have a dog. That just makes introverts uncomfortable. I'm not being unfriendly. Uh, 10029, you can text Sonic, you can call the show too, at 780-423-1029. We were talking in the podcast a couple of weeks ago how I had no idea, but Bryce revealed in a vulnerable moment in the podcast that when he goes for a haircut, he uses a fake name and a fake occupation. He's James the Landscaper. Somebody texted and said, I'm in HVAC and someone always has a problem that they want fixed for free. I now tell them I'm a letter carrier because there's no follow-up questions after that. See, a letter carrier is a fantastic job, but everybody knows what you do. I guess maybe they would ask you if you've ever been chased by a dog. That might be about as deep as they ever get with the letter carrier, but that's a smart decision. Good career. Good fake career.
1: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: I don't know. We're going to need to get some sort of light that we shine into the sky and introverts unite.
1: I don't know. But we we shine the light from our own individual homes. Yeah, we don't get together or (laughs) (laughs) anything.
0: I'm not that... We were just... Bryce and I were talking backstage. We were at a disc jockey convention in Toronto. I don't know how long ago it was. Let's just say five years. And we were in a room full of probably 300 radio announcers from across the country, and we'd all done this personality profile thing. Five of us in that entire room. Uh, Bryce and I were two of those five people where we were singled out as being introverts. Yeah, everyone else was very much on the extrovert side oh yeah and talking very very loudly uh which makes me quite uncomfortable i don't know what it is and again i'm not an unfriendly person you're not an unfriendly person it's just we operate kind of quietly
1: i do and that's why when i get my haircut i often kind of change the narrative on who i am and what i do (laughs) for a living because i just don't want the fall. I just want my haircut.
0: So you're James, the landscaper. You're going to have to get a new identity and a new occupation now because we've outed you. James, the landscaper.
1: I will have to change it.
0: So we're just trying to figure out what would be the best occupation where nobody would have any follow-up questions. Because when you're James, the landscaper, somebody's going to be cutting your, own, They're like, oh my god, I just bought a brand new house, but Uh, The backyard's in the shade. What would you recommend for shrubs? (laughs) You're not
1: going to be able to answer that question. No, I got nothing. You're going to be in too deep at that point. No, I didn't think that far ahead. No. Uh, Because when you think about it, like I could even say, like, oh, I collect garbage. I'm a a garbage collector. I'd be like, what's the best thing you ever found? Even that would have follow-up. Teacher would have follow-up. Nurse would have follow-ups. Anything in the trades, people would be like, oh, uh, if you say you're an electrician, they'll have electrical questions about their home. (laughs) We've heard from
0: several... Uh, Right along this uh, Hey guys, I'm a physiotherapist. I can't tell anyone what I do without hearing about their injuries and them asking what I can do to fix them. I don't want to be rude, but I just don't want to be working for free during my time off. I usually tell people I work as a bank teller. Matt. Oh, bank teller? No, because Uh. I'd be like, have you ever been robbed? Like, I'm always going to have a follow-up. What is the ultimate job that is going to stump me and I will have no (laughs) follow-up? accountant? No, can I write this off? Can even, you help me depreciate my assets?
1: Even funeral home director would have too many interesting questions. Oh,
0: there's <laughs> Dylan. I'm a web developer, so as soon as that leaves my lips, I'm now asked all the computer questions or then I have to hear about their app idea. Might need to use this hot tip of changing my profession for small talk. Dil- When you say you're a web developer or any sort of software developer, you would constantly be hearing about app ideas. Constantly. Oh, it'd be nonstop. I have this idea for an app where you
1: push a button and a car comes to your home and takes you to where you want to go. Have you heard of that? (laughs) (laughs) We got this on the topic of changing your occupation. When I was a massage therapist, every single person you meet says, Ooh, I've got a kink right here. Now that I'm a courier, no one asks any questions. No one wants any further details. Maybe courier is the ultimate job for introverts. Oh, I would think you'd get asked about, you do the same route all the time. Uh What's your relationship with dogs like? Yeah. Do you have to pay your own speeding
0: tickets? Eh, scratch that one. I don't know what it is.
2: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hi, and morning, Garner. You Good. guys are talking about, like, experiences where people are talking at drive-thrus and chatting yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, and, and
0: I, I always... I like talking about this, but at the same time, I think it makes me sound like a really unfriendly person, and I'm not.
2: <laughs> I think it's quite ironic because you are a a radio host a radio show host because i would not get that from you at all about being so introverted well um (laughs) i just
0: no it's not that i don't like i love going out socially i love seeing my friends and everything but i also very much love just being quiet
2: that's totally fair maybe because you talk so much at your job then you kind of need to like go back into your shell to recharge when you're not working.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't think it's maybe. that deep, but maybe.
2: Maybe. Yeah. I have a funny story about drive throughs if, if you're interested in hearing. I sure am, yeah. So I very much, an, I'm an extrovert, and I, like, if someone's talking to me, I'll, by all means, make conversation. And I was going to go pick up a late-night coffee with my boyfriend from Starbucks the other night, and the girl at the drive-thru was so nice and we were just chatting and having such a good time while we were waiting for his coffee. Um, And then I really liked her, and I went back through the drive-thru and asked if she wanted to be my friend and go out for brunch on the weekend. And now we have plans to go and drink mimosas and get to know one another.
0: You are what is right with this world. (laughs) Well, thank you. And I mean that sincerely because that's... Most people wouldn't take a risk like that, like it, it, like risking trying to find a new friend. It'd be different. Like <laughs> if, People will ask somebody out on a date, but rarely, if ever, do you walk up to a person in a bar and go, would you like to be my friend?
2: <laughs> I've always been that way. And maybe it's because of COVID and I haven't had the opportunity to meet a lot of new friends or go out places. I'm just really like, craving it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, if, I don't think people should be afraid to do that. You know, if, if you think someone's cool and you, you're vibing, why not? What's the worst thing they're going to say? No.
0: Yeah. I hope you know how awesome that I think this is.
2: Oh, thank you so much. That's uh, so okay. kind.
0: The, the world needs more of this. What What's your first name? Evelyn. Ev- oh my God. That's a great name too. Thank you. Because nobody's <laughs> using it anymore.
2: It's a very old-fashioned name, and I love it.
0: Yeah. Hey, Evelyn, thank you for being out there, and thank you for bringing this to the show today.
2: Uh, thank you so much. I love listening to your show in the mornings on the way to work, so thank you. Right
0: on. You, you have well. a good one, okay? You
2: too. Bye.
0: Bye. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We've been discussing what is the best occupation where when you meet people, they will have zero follow-up questions for you. Because sometimes you just don't want to converse. You're the exact opposite of
1: Evelyn. You want to be left alone. Yeah, that's more my lane. Uh, a lot of people, a few people have said dog walker, but I feel like you would still get a lot of questions about being a dog. Well, walker. yeah. Hey, what's the what's the most obedient dog? How many dogs do you take at once? What's the yeah. best dog park? Do you have one
0: of those weird belt leash things? You ever lose one? Oh my God. Yeah, there'd be a lot of follow up questions. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten says, I used to work at a food bank. Conversation ended because. I would say I work at a food bank. Got any money? Yeah, that
1: would end the console. That would end the conversation pretty quickly. Uh, uh, talking with Taylor Smith. Oh yeah, down the hallway. He said he knows someone, and their one of their parents is a pet cremator. Oh boy! So it's not that that job wouldn't have follow up questions. It's that no one wants to ask the questions because they don't want the answers?
0: No, there's some. Yeah, you just don't want to know oh Ooh, yeah that one's a little bleak that'll do it uh anonymous i'm in the army i'm a woman i used to tell guys at the bar i sold furniture see i would always have follow-up questions about furniture though too i'd be like uh is live edge out of style yet sectional couches where do we land on those One more. I suggest contract lawyer, reviews and drafts contracts, yawn, or purchaser. Purchaser is nice because the name says it all. And if they ask you what you buy, you can pick the most boring thing, like paper, and they'll stop asking questions.
1: Heather. (laughs) That might work. Yeah, someone said grave digger. Uh, That's not even a real thing. And there would be lots of questions. Way too many questions. Do you dig them
0: manually? Uh, do you have to call dial before you dig? <laughs>
1: do you? Was it like in January when you have to dig that thing? Yeah. Do yeah. you
0: dig in
2: January?
1: Do you hide secrets down there? hmm No, there is no good occupation.
0: I will always have questions.
2: Thanks for listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.